Hi, you're listening to the Right About Now Poetry Podcast. My name is Davis Land, and this week we are featuring Desiree Dallagiacomo. Desiree is a poet from New Orleans, Louisiana. She is one of the most driving forces in spoken word poetry today. She has poetry all over the place, all over YouTube, of course, on the Right About Now YouTube channel. And now she's on the Right About Now Poetry Podcast, so let's jump right into it. not about that show. Um, but in The Walking Dead, women are badass, right? Right? They are brave, heroic, but most importantly, they represent complete, absolute dedication to shaving their armpit. Somehow, in post-apocalyptic America, these women find razors and shaving cream while bludgeoning zombies and scavenging for food. These women don't just survive, they survive with no underarm stubble. So, shave my legs, shave my armpit, shave my forearm, shave my vagina. I'll be smoother than a newborn rat. I'll have less hair than a prepubescent boy scout. If I can't shave it, I'll bleach it. If I can't bleach it, I'll wax it. If I can't wax it, I will pay thousands of dollars to kill all of my hair follicles with a tiny laser beam and I'll never grow body hair again. Stupid evolutionary development, who needs you? Not women. Shave my upper lip, shave my eyebrow, shave the bottoms of my feet. Look at me, I'm a pretty hairless decoration. I don't have a mouth or a clitoris or a fucking brain. God, I love razor bumps and ingrown hair and I love to scratch the shit out of my vagina for days post-shave because everyone just can't handle these pesky pubes and everyone would be so much more comfortable if I just suffered hairlessly instead of look like a fucking human being and I'll even, Safi, I will even shave between my butt cheeks and my stubble will turn my ass into a Venus flytrap and my hair will simultaneously stab and protect my butthole, shave my breasts, shave my stomach, shave my back, my nipples, my knees, my dignity, my air, my eyelashes, by wax, by razors, by shaving cream, by hair removal cream, by cucumber melon flavored shaving cream. If I don't shave every day, my body will sprout millions of tiny needles and I will puncture and injure and possibly kill anyone that tries to touch me forever and ever and God forbid someone anyone give me a blowjob and I poke an eye out with my vagina stubble or I have unshaven sex and I puncture and deflate a ball sack God I love shaving my entire body it makes everyone else's life so easy thank you So sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, so all the men looked very uncomfortable or looked at the ground, one or the other. But I love you all anyway. Thank y'all for having me. Uh, thanks, DJ, wherever he is. Uh, okay, so this next poem, it's so funny to look at everybody's reaction. Some people are smiling and some people are frowning. This is really great. This next poem uh, is a poem that I wrote 
I'm gonna perform it for y'all. Give me a round of applause. Thanks. Give Sophie a round of applause. Give it up. Uh, before I start this next poem, I have to say, Sophie sent me a contract for this reading, and in the contract, it said that I must abide by all Canadian laws. So, nobody thinks that's funny? We're not in, we're not in Canada. It's funny. Anyway. My thighs say thunderous. My thighs say too fat for skinny jeans, say wide, say open. My thighs say cellulite, say bad tattoos, say stretch marks, pock marks, say ingrown hair. My thighs feel upset that you only offered one bite of your Ben and Jerry's Cherry Garcia. My thighs say more, please. More room, more beat, drop. My thighs can dance all night. My thighs want your thighs to work a little bit harder. My thighs may or may not want to fuck some of the people in this beautiful venue tonight. My thighs say, what the fuck is a thigh gap? My thighs, hey, Urban Outfitters, hey, Banana Republic, hey, fucking American Apparel, love the one pair of jeans we wear four times a week because they're the only ones that fit us right. My thighs, hope your thighs have a great day. My thighs want you to stop calling this body soft fruit. My thighs say feminism, bitch. My thighs say we have always been the tattletale of the androgynous cannot pull the feminine out of us. My thighs make a mockery of shorts. Stay spilling over at the everything's seam. My thighs say, we don't want your praise, man on the street corner, man in the parking garage, man in Walgreens, or we're buying tampons. My thighs say, we are every man's wet dream, even when we beg not to be, even when we close like locked jaw, when we ask nicely, when we beg him to stop, when we never ask for your eyes or your hands or your mouth, my thighs no bruise, beckon, they no quake, crave. My thighs have been shame, fear, still are most days. My thighs know when to tighten, when to stop all the space taking up. My thighs no empty. All we do is doorway for this body's ability to woman. We've always been this, axis of this balancing act of woman. Do we make you uncomfortable? Is this too much praise? gospel of this body we don't know small our everything is too big monstrous sturdy we stay the stilts to carry this woman body armor the pillars for this heart this everything woman my thighs say you don't know shit about envelop coil through the quiver pull the love into you like we do. My thighs say, leave the lights on. We spent a lifetime hiding. Shake out of the shame. We are the ruthless twins. The too strong to not run toward everything light. My thighs say, don't tell a shit about what we say about this body, this heavy body. It is light. It is light. It is ours. We gatekeepers. We welcome committee. My thighs say, come into this when we say this is ours. All of this, ours. Thank you. Man, this table is a ways away. Um, so I have a couple things for sale. I have uh, a book. This is a version of that book. Um, I had two books, two different books, but I sold out of them last, the other one last night, which I'm grateful for, but also sad about. Uh, this book is hand-bound by my publisher. This is a version, an earlier version. Every book looks a little different because he makes them all by hand. He cuts them all, all of that. There are 25 poems in this book. 
I wrote 24 of them. One of them I did not write. My nephews wrote. Uh, oh, they, it's not really a poem, but uh, I think it is, so I put it in this bitch. Um, so I also have a broadside, which a broadside is a very large print. It's, I think, 17 by 11, and it has that poem I just performed on it, absent of the background track. Apologize, that's not on the broadside, but that uh, was in my performance. Um, okay, y'all ready for some more poems? Me too. Okay. Um, this poem, uh, give it up for the ambulance. You guys are, are you guys so sick of clapping? The cool thing about claps is you just can't run out of them. So, you guys are the bomb. When I was five years old, my friend's father named me bitch when I refused my bike to the neighborhood boys. Seven, I was bitch when I spit in Jacob's hair for stealing my ice cream cone. Eleven, I'm suspended from school for punching Steven in the face. Called me a bitch in all the bite. I watched my father strangle out of my mother, runs my fist down his face. Teaches mouth to say the name my mother gave me. As a girl, I was made to know the blood I come from is a brigade of bitches. Women that will make you eat your words with a quick snarl. Got rid of all the men that would not say our proper names. Learned if you do not use your mouth, he will use it against you. As thrown to name himself mighty, but what is a boy? But a boy preparing to be a bigger boy. A fitful arsonist ready to burn down his childhood home. Thirteen, I'm bitch when the man drowning in crack smoke hisses. I've got hips good enough to bear his children. Fifteen, when I will not give my boyfriend a blowjob on the bus. Eighteen, when I tell the bouncer to keep his fucking hands off of me. Twenty-one, when I boo the comedian through his entire joke about ripping his girlfriend to pieces from the inside of her vagina. 23, when the man ogles me on the corner, licks his lips so I throw a rock through his back window. Women in my family do not worry about being named bitch. We worry about being buried at the hands of the men we raise. About our daughters being too scared to say no. You cannot have what is mine. In all of my nightmares, y'all, it is a man that gouges out my eyes and makes me eat them pushes them down my throat until I stop telling him no when I wake. I know it is my growl that keeps me. My blood, body, ties me to this place where I can never afford to stop snarling. Thank you. <laughs> You can find more about Desiree at poemsbydes.tumblr.com, where you can also pick up some of her merchandise that she just talked about. And I sincerely hope you do, because you will not regret it. Um, so, my poems might lead you to believe that I only like women. 
which is sometimes true. But I have this next poem, which is about my brother. Um, uh, <laughs> he, I have this funny story. So my brother spent 10 years in prison. That's not the funny part of the story. Um, so he was in solitary confinement for 10 years, and he's 31 now, and he got out when he was 30 or 29, 30. So his first Christmas home, which was one year ago, 2013, keep in mind, he calls me really frantically. He's like, Desi, Desi. I'm like, what? He's like, I need a floppy disk. And I was like, what do you, what do you need a floppy disk for, Michael? He's like, I need to unlock this computer. Um, so my brother's very out of touch with technology. Needless to say, uh, be funny, but not funny. So he was in solitary confinement for 10 years, but I can still laugh at him. Okay, so this poem is for my brother. His name is Michael. Uh, I had to cut this poem from my set last night because Awesome Poetry Slam only wanted me to do five poems, so whatever. How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling? Okay. This poem's for my brother. Sociology classroom. Middle class college kids talk about prison like scientists to lab rats. I do not tell them that a prison waiting room smells like spoiled Similac and Walgreens perfume. I do not recite my brother's inmate number back to them like some childhood prayer. The thing about prison that nobody gets is that everyone is on the inside. These are notes on loving a five-time felon. When he asks you if he can bury his gun in your backyard, say no. <laughs> Do not tell him of the jagged-beaked boys that turns your heart into breadcrumbs, because when he says, I'm getting my fucking shotgun, he will get his fucking shotgun. There is no hyperbole in this home. Broken knuckles, knocked out teeth, jutting rivers, scars on the map of jawbone are real here. When the neighborhood labels your blood beast, don't take it personally. Don't live up to the hype. Crochet, bake cookies, fly a kite. You are not all inside of the knife fight. You are only trying to grieve it. Blame, it is a funny thing. It's dance, smoke around the crime scene. Suddenly it dirties everyone's skin. Your father, the neighborhood, you did this to Michael. When people ask you to write about something softer in its tragedy, explain. Soft is no longer an appropriate option once you've watched a skull full of your own blood become cantaloupe on the pavement. Prison, it is a funny thing. It turns fat caterpillars into hornets, puppies into werewolves. When he tells you that a man should never put his hands on you, believe him. When he pushes his girlfriend down the concrete stairwell, believe him. This is where you learn to only love men that cannot tell you the shape that a fist can morph a jawbone into. The letters, they will not make sense. They will read like Morse code, say things like, Desi, do you believe in God? Desi, what do I have to do to be a good father, to be a good man? Desi, what is a good man? This is your big brother. This is your big brother. This is the family you were dealt and somehow you were all a fistful of aces. The first time that I learned that his hands did not belong to him, but to the memory that holds them hostage was the same day I learned blood comes out of clothing best when washed in cold water. When I say brother, I mean that in which came before me. 
When I say brother, I mean that in which his blood is my blood. There are not enough district attorneys to convince me that the man that taught me how to ride a bike is meant to spend his life in a cage. The thing about prison that nobody gets is that everyone is on the inside. Do you guys feel, I have this next poem I want to do, I'm not going to lie, I'm a little nervous about doing it because I, I don't want any more bass behind me, um, but I'm going to do it anyway. This poem uh, is one of my most recent poems. At, uh, on the Women of the World final stage, I got to perform all three of my poems, which is really incredible. The first two, the first two were brand new, it was my first time ever performing them, was on that stage, ever performing them memorized. This was the first one, which was the one that I really wanted to go to Wouts to do. Um, it's pretty hard for me, so can I read it for y'all? Um, okay, this uh, poem is from my mom, as they all are. I was my mother or her daughter when I learned to almost kill myself, when I could no longer pretend the sadness or anguish was not swallowing me. I kept 100 pills down long enough to be kissed by every EMT, toads turning me to a real woman. Strapped to the stretcher, I wailed into the asylum. My wrists cut red or carnations bloomed from soiled body, funeral skin trimmed with a straight razor, wilted altar for blood before me. Aunt Kelly, shotgun between teeth, bathroom wall, her brief constellation. Great grandma, rifle pushed, pulled into the folds of her. Aunt Diana, vodka and Vicodin or SUV off cliff or belly up in the river. Sister, razor blade, bathtub, grandma, vomit until she disappears. I open my mouth. I hope my mother's sad heart does not stumble, drunk out of me. I am a body or I am a scrapbook of survivor's guilt. Turn each page, watch women make ugly shrine of their or my bones. Fish out the demon by slitting its throat. When I say demon, I do mean me. Maybe I wanted to float, sink, be still long enough to see what my insides look like. What my heart sounds like in slow motion, each dragging gulp of blood, a glutton. Listen, I cannot tell this story about myself. It has to be about someone I do love. My mother scratches or digs at her skin so viciously she is a field of ripened sores. I recited in dreams, boats that I know are my mother or me sinking. I am dumping buckets of our blood from inside of her or me and is that not living? Being so close to death you paint it on your skin. Why can't the women I look like open without a blade? Why can we only let coroners or surgeons see in us? Can I tell you? I chased the pills with flattened Sprite, felt them swell in my throat, blacked out, woke. Eight days later, the whole room marooned, Sister Laura always combing vomit from my hair readying two braids to crawl down my selfish back, or even that the mental hospital has windows thick as an iced over lake. How we were salmon beneath, 
hungry for someone to drop a line, catch, release, briefly save us from this bloody birth stream, this lesson on inheritance, and aren't I that? Oh, how I am the most unreliable narrator, how I lie through my stitched wrists. Oh, how this love or lineage drops into me, begs me to hold my breath and sink. Thank you. All right, you guys, I think I'm gonna do one more poem. Um, thank y'all, this is a long show. Y'all have sat through a really, really long show. This is my last poem. Thank y'all for being here, y'all are great. This is wonderful. Clap for me. I can't hear anyone talk about love without thinking plane crash. Locked door, every face, a choir of heartache, costumes of loss, trumpet voices in the second line, marching band out of my funeral home heart. Y'all, what I learned about grief, I learned in a winter in New Orleans. Nights I would drive the city, end up by some massive body of water, sop at the shoreline and stare the beast in its face and it didn't give a shit how loud I screamed. It roared back louder. If there is anything that breaking like a wave has taught me, that grief has curb stomped into my teeth, it is that when love leaves, it doesn't always shut the shotgun door on its way out. Y'all, last time I left my heart wide open, the hurricane in me got so bad, my best friend had to call me every single morning for three months straight just to make sure that I was still alive. Because sometimes, y'all, that is the hardest thing to do, right? Just stay alive in this zombie heart planet, people walking around pretending to exist. It looks so goddamn easy to play along but listen for the people with the upturned palms whispering here. Take my sweater, it's fucking freezing out there. You compass, you waterfall smile, you umbrella chest, you Grand Canyon elbows, you deserve to make it home. Ignore all of the radio static, lost signal hearts when all you want are directions back to the lighthouse where your own love lives through this goddamn sea storm. Keep swimming. The lighthouse, it is there and it is worth it. That kind of love only stays when it has to and it stays every single time y'all I swear to God my mother folded laundry in the hospital that I was born in so that I wouldn't first see the world in some back road barn in Oregon I come from a heart made from sturdy hands a heart made to set sail ride the waves keep swimming the storm it is always thick it is always loud the road home it is small it is quiet it is a warm you have to get used to. It is a ship made from everyone who ever told you they loved you and stayed. When your heart slams shut so loud you cannot say it back, y'all. Sometimes I am so spilling over with feelings. I have to lock myself in my bedroom, turn the lights off, and pull the blankets up over my head so that I don't explode out all of my insides. I am boiling over. I am fragile. I am terrified to say that, y'all. I break like a fever like a bad habit, like a windshield, like a wave, y'all. Sometimes 
Love doesn't stay, but motherfuck when it does. It is worth every person that ever told you that you are not enough. Every fire extinguished your mouth that tried to put your love's honest flame out that confused your birthday candle kiss, your firecracker mouth for some blazing forest, some torched chapel. Let them run out of you like a house up in flames. They are not the first, they are not the last. Pull the fire alarm, y'all. Let it rain. Thank you. That's all I have. And that was Desiree Adela Giacomo on the Right About Now Poetry Podcast. Again, you can find more poems by Desiree and some of her books and merchandise at poemsbydes.tumblr.com. You can find Right About Now as at one poetry on pretty much anything on the internet. You can find me, uh, Davis Land, at davisland.info. Right About Now posts every week on Thursday. You should subscribe on iTunes and leave us a rating or review. Those really help us out. So if you like what you hear on here, type on the computer that you like what you hear on here. Thanks, y'all. See you next week.